0: All right, Major Gift Fundraiser here with Clark Van Dieventer, helping you get the most money out of your list without ruining your current donor relationships. Buenos dias. Hey, Clark Van Dieventer here from MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. I've got 13 things I want to share with you, 13 quick tips for helping you make the most out of the precious little time that you have in any donor meeting to really make your pitch, all right? Because we actually do have precious little time. You think you have an hour-long donor meeting, so you have an hour to make your pitch, but I always say that we should, in any donor meeting we should only be talking about 25% of the time. The donor should be talking, we should be listening 75% of the time. So in an hour-long meeting, you have about 15 minutes to make your pitch. 15 minutes. All right, so some portion of your 15 minutes are taken up by pleasantries at the beginning and end of the meeting. Uh, Then part of your time is actually taken up by asking those strategic questions, um, guiding the conversation. Uh, Part of your time is spent answering questions the donor has for you, or clarifying things for your donor, or elaborating on a point that a donor has brought up. Uh, so when it comes time to actually make your pitch, like this this is your chance to get your talking points in, all right? In an hour-long meeting, you're down to like seven minutes, all right? So as you think about your pitch, your talking points in any donor meeting, I want you to keep these 13 things in mind. A baker's dozen. All right, first, number one, forget tax write-offs. I mean, come on. Like, can't you think of a more compelling reason for your donor to give than a tax deduction, all right? So don't sell tax advantages. Your donor can get a tax deduction by giving to any organization. They don't need you for that. So instead, tell a story. They'll give to you because they know their gifts will make a difference, all right? Like, will your donors take advantage of tax deductions? Like, sure. Sure. All right, but don't sell tax deductions. Like, that's just silly. All right, we have a program, uh, Donor Major Donor Giving Secrets Revealed. You can find it at tinyurl.com backslash donorsecrets. It's a free program. Uh, we interviewed lots of donors uh, who had given five, six, and seven-figure gifts. And uh, there's a clip in there where one of them, I asked him about tax advantages, selling tax advantages. I asked him how he felt about that, and he said, it feels icky. All right? So don't do things that make your donors feel icky. All right? Find that program at tinyurl.com/donorsecrets. secrets right. Number 2. The second tip is donors give big audacious gifts to big audacious ideas. Like don't sell need. Right? Your organization has no needs. Right? You have the solution. Seriously, you do not need money. Your organization has no needs. The people you serve have needs. Your organization provides the solution. I sometimes have organizations tell me they don't think people will give to their organization because their organization is successful. and doesn't really need the money. But major donors don't want to give to sinking ships. Major donors don't give to help you keep the lights on. All right, maybe they'll help you get some money in a direct mail letter. But major donors give to change lives and save lives, not to keep an organization afloat. All right, Alex Spanos, a great San Diego philanthropist, owned the San Diego uh, Chargers. Uh, later, now the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, he gave away lots and lots of money. He was a great champion of many causes. He said once, he said, "I never give because I think there's a need. There are lots of needs." I give because it's a program I'm interested in and I think I can make a real difference. Okay, uh, number three, brochures. Oh gosh, brochures have a way of uh, finding their way into the trash. All right, so don't rely on printed materials. Your people, your staff, your volunteers, you as a fundraiser, this is what will move your project forward. So. I like to have some materials I can leave behind, something the donor can look at when I'm no longer in the room, but I don't go through materials when I'm actually meeting with the donor. Only on the rarest occasion would I do that. Uh, number four, if you are not planning on asking for a gift on a particular meeting, but that build up towards an ask has been taking place you may want to tell the donor that you're not coming to ask for a gift today. Like, you're calling on the donor, like you're there in their living room, and they may not actually be hearing what you're saying. Like, they're just thinking, when's it coming? Like, how much is he going to ask for? Uh, So just tell the donor up front, like, I'm not asking for a gift today. You may even joke, like, that'll come later. Like, I'll be back. Um, But just say, like, I'm not coming to ask for a gift today. Today, let's talk about our mission. Um, I like to tell the donor that I'll be back. They better watch out. Uh, we have a good laugh together. Um, but tell the donor, I'm not here to ask for a gift today. All right. Number five, sell your mission. It's all about the mission of the organization. Again, in uh, that program, uh, Major Donor Giving Secrets Revealed, tinyurl.com slash Uh They talk about wanting to hear organizations talk about mission, vision, values, mission, vision, values, and how often organizations get stuck talking about programs, or as I like to say, buildings, budgets, and baloney. All right, so mission, 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 mission. All right, and your specific programs are only the way you accomplish your mission. It always comes back to mission. All right, number six. Your donors want their gift to make a difference. Your job is, is to describe how your organization can make a difference in a unique way. All right, number seven, some gifts are given cerebrally, but the bigger the gift, the more emotional the decision. All right, so audacious gifts are given viscerally. All right, so if you want a gift, make a rational case for support. But if you want a big gift, go for the heart. All right. On this heart point number eight your heart better be in it all right there's got to be passion all right like I you need to be all in for your organization Um Malin Burnham who is another San Diego philanthropist he once said when someone calls on me I can tell if there's a passion for the organization I can actually feel it if the fundraiser isn't deeply committed How can they expect me to be? So, there ought to be passion. And, like, seriously, if you're not passionate, if your heart isn't in it, like, what are you doing there? All right. What are you doing on that call in that living room working for that organization? So, there ought to be passion. Your heart ought to be in it. All right. Number nine husbands and wives discuss their giving. So, like, sell to both. Um, Otherwise, you won't be in the room to answer the objections of the other spouse. So always ask for meetings with both partners and be willing to adjust your schedule. Make clear how important it is that you meet with both partners. All right, Uh, number 10, the case for the gift must be bigger than the organization. It can't be organization-centric. It's got to be about your community, the nation, the world. Uh, my my uh, late, great mentor, Jerry Panis used to say, sell the dream, not the project, and tell them how lives will be changed. So remember, the case for support has to be bigger than the organization. You're changing lives. You're saving lives. You're saving the planet, saving souls, not trying to keep the lights on. All right. Number 11, you must discuss what giving to your organization accomplishes, all right? Why people's gifts matter. All right, so I love to do this by talking about the gifts other people have given. Uh, so when someone, when someone asks me what I've been up to, I talk about the work I've been doing with another donor. So let's say I'm working for a university and we just had our spring commencement. So I go on the road and say to the donor, or the donor says to me, like, what have you been up to? So. Of course, I could say, well, last week uh, was graduation, so I was at our commencement ceremony, and it was a busy week, right? That, that would be fine. But I can tell a donor story instead and talk about how a donor gave a gift that made a difference. So I, I could say, well, I, I've i been working with a donor over the past few years. She, she set up a scholarship fund for students in her music department, and her first group of scholarship recipients graduated this year. All right, and we had a luncheon. We had a banquet with all of her graduates. We see how you're creating a more educated donor. You're talking about how gifts make a difference in the lives of real people, which is an important connection to make. So, on that point, number 11, there's got to be a sense of urgency. Why do I need to give now? Like what difference does it really make if I give to you now? So, you've got to create some sense of urgency all right Uh, then um, recognition recognition is important all right the importance varies but it's always important should always be considered all right sometimes donors are expressly opposed to recognition Um, so it matters right some will downplay how important it is but it's actually secretly more important all right so um, uh, talk about recognition. All right, And then finally, all right, to make to, to round out our list here, um, Just keep the spotlight on your donor. Remember the strategic questions we talked about. It's a lot easier to get um, a gift when you're showing the donor how your organization helps the donor accomplish what they view as their own life mission than it is trying to convince a donor to give to help you accomplish your mission. So keep the spotlight on your donor. Alright, hopefully these 13 tips help you make the most of that limited time you have in your donor meetings. All right, so at Major Gifts Fundraiser, we're committed to helping you raise more money than ever before by developing deeper and more meaningful relationships with your donors than you ever thought possible. So there's no better way to raise money. Like, yes, you will raise more money, um, but there's no tricks about it. Like, it starts with deeper and more meaningful relationships with your donors. So we offer a variety of training programs and materials for fundraisers who aspire to be among the best in their field. So Our clients are committed to excellence, they respect, craft, and by utilizing the tools and techniques that we teach and working from the premise that we teach, which is that our donors are friends and trusted advisors, not wallets with people attached. Our clients have the joy and satisfaction of knowing they're using the same tools and techniques used by the best people in this field, and they also have the joy and satisfaction of knowing they're not a creep. They actually treat their donors like people. Alright. And they raise more money. Alright, so if you're ready to begin this journey with us, shoot me an email at Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. Clark at Major Our programs aren't so much to get you thinking, they're to get you doing. Alright, if you have other topics you'd like me to take on in future episodes, shoot me an email, Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. That's Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. All right, thanks. Have a great day.